Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 214, presenting an offer to a seller. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about an important subject that's presenting an offer to a seller. There's so many different variables we need to think about, right? We need to think about offending them. We need to think about satisfying them. We need to think about how are we going to answer the questions? We need to think about all these different things going on in order to make it comfortable for them, in order to make them understand what's going on, in order to get the proper decision made at that time. So today, let's break it all down. Let's go through it. Let's make you feel a lot more comfortable with the idea of presenting offers to sellers. Okay, so one of the first things I want to talk about, remember, when presenting an offer to a seller, you got to have all the questions answered ahead of time. Remember, things like financing terms, contingencies, timelines, purchase price, all those things are really going to matter. Now, of course, the seller's first things they're going to do is shoot over to the purchase price. But remember, the reason I said you need to understand all those other things is because you're the one explaining the offer. You need to back them up. You need to line them up and explain all the different terms. Because sometimes we're going to have offers that come in that are amazing, huge, huge, huge purchase price. But then they have a contingency that there's a home sale. And then they have a contingency that's a home inspection. Then they have a contingency that maybe they have to get VA financing. All these different things that add up to one tick and the other tick. And then the other offer is cash, no contingencies. So understanding the financing terms, the contingencies, the timelines, all that stuff helps you be prepared when your seller says, but what about if this happens? But what about if that happens? And also for you to say to them, did you understand that this other thing means that we can do or we can't do what we thought we were going to be able to do? Making sure when you're presenting an offer to remember who's doing the presentation and who's watching the presentation. You need to guide your clients through the decision-making. Now, it's very important to remember the acronym OLDCAR, which stands for Obedience, Loyalty, Disclosure, Confidentiality, Accountability, and Reasonable Care. These are all our fiduciary duties as a real estate agent. When presenting an offer to the seller, it's really, really important to remember it's not about you getting a paycheck as much as it's about you finishing the job out. Now, sometimes sellers are not going to agree to accept offers that are not exactly what they asked for. Yes, it may be what the market warrants, but it doesn't mean that you can go away from your obedience, your loyalty, and your accountability. You had a number, you have a contract, it told them what you expect for a purchase price, so to ask or request them to accept anything less is no different than that. And remember, it's not your offer, so don't get shot as the messenger. As the real estate agent, you need to use that as an explanation of where the market's at and to properly explain it to the client. But what you don't want them to think is that you're getting between them and the buyer and that you're on the buyer's side because you should never be there. That'd be really bad. As an agent, you really want to work for your clients. In order to build a great long-term business and in order to have a business that people will refer out, you need to be trustable. You can't just look to make a fast one here and there. 
You need to be trustable. So when I teach all these different things, I'm always going under the assumption that when you learn this information, you're not going to use it against people. You're not going to do negative things to people. You're going to use this to help people understand that guiding them towards taking the right offer is not about guiding them towards taking any offer just to get your paycheck. It's really about making sure to get them the right one. When presenting an offer, the seller is going to be highly emotionally charged. So either meeting on an online call or in person is the best way to do it. Simply emailing over an offer and then waiting for them to, to respond is the worst thing you could possibly do. You gave them something that they don't understand and allowed them to look at it before you properly explained it. You are presenting an offer. There's a reason that this episode is called presenting an offer. Things that happen nowadays with the computer, text messaging, and all these different modern means have made people really lose their bearings on what we're doing here in real estate. As a real estate agent, you need to understand this is the most expensive transaction in this person's life. They want their hand to be held. They want you to explain every single step of the way. They want you to over explain it. They want you to make it that they understand it. Now to email it over, especially if there's more than one offer or if it isn't exactly what they asked for, and then wait for them is to allow them to call other people, ask about it, to get all sorts of nerves so that when you actually have time to talk with them, it's heated. And then if they send you a text or an email, you might not even understand how they're feeling. If you take the time and go over it with them in person or on an online call, what you can do is control the messaging. You don't have to show them the whole offer first. You can go over all the terms and conditions. You can go over everything about it. You can go over the ins and outs of it and then tell them the offer price. You can control that as the presenter, but when you send it out via email or any other silly way that people do it now, you end up in situations where they don't understand and they shut down before they even understand the offer, which could be acceptable. Even though the price isn't exactly where they thought it was, the rest of the terms line up that they're going to be in a better position than they ever thought they were. Guys, presenting an offer takes being a professional. Have all your questions answered understand what you're getting into, and make sure to work for your sellers and be that fiduciary that you promised you'd be. If it doesn't work out on the first one, it'll always work out in the future, but getting fired as a seller's agent is no good, costs you a lot of time, money, and energy to not sell the house. Our goal is to sell the house, but it is also to satisfy the client. Remember, if you don't satisfy the client, you didn't do your full job, and your business won't continue to grow in the long term. Over here at Movementum Realty, we call our agents Move Mentors because we look at them as both a guide and a mentor in the process of buying, selling, and owning homes. Being a guide and a mentor means actually caring and showing the seller what they can actually expect for an offer, but also being a mentor when it comes time that an offer isn't exactly what they wanted, but the market indicates it. Use market evidence and show your clients what really matters. If you're looking for a great agency that can take your career to the next level, reach out to us over here at Movementum Realty. We're always hiring new and existing agents to join our team. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to get involved in the Facebook group. We're really livening that back up. We're going to have some live interviews and other things coming up. I really appreciate all you, and I look forward to talking to you next week.